Happy 400. Let's do it. Live from the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Thursday, January 13th, 2021. And this, well, this is episode number four. Barry on deck as always I want to say thank you so much for being here for making this possible for being a part of this this is amazing I can't believe it we did it mama we made it okay we still got a long ways to go 400 I'll be really excited when we hit 4,000 that's gonna be amazing but I gotta tell you I am uh, I am excited uh, about the future for the show. I'm excited about what we've done so far. I'm very appreciative of everybody that has uh, been here and shown up and been a part of this journey with me for 400 episodes, over 800 hours. Um, it's just been a, a, an amazing, amazing ride. And I just want to say thank you all so much. We're not, I'm not going to make a huge deal out of it because that I told Jen 500 would be the next one I'd like to celebrate, and then we'll wait till a thousand, right? So you go like 100, 200. We probably should have done 100, 250, 500, but yeah, it is a milestone. It's a cool milestone. Episode number 400. Francisco said episode number 420 in a couple of weeks. Yeah, when would 420 be? I was I was wondering that myself. Let's look at the uh, let's look at the calendar. Let me put this over here. Uh, everything seems bright today. It's super bright outside. So that's making the office super bright in the background. I'm going to, I'm going to get shades. Joe bro said 4,000. That's 20 years from now. By then the internet will be a brain implant. <laughs> that's true. That is true. Charles said mods here. Shh. Oh, he sure is over there on the Twitches. Welcome to everybody watching on Twitch. Welcome to everybody watching on YouTube. Thank you to everybody listening live on Podbean. If you're uh, listening to this later on a podcast as well, thank you so much. 420. So if this is 400, tomorrow's 401, OBS. And then you go 406, 411, uh, 416. And then that would be February 4th. So 17, 18, 19. So 420 would be February 10th. That's kind of lame, right? Like that's that doesn't have the same pizzazz. Maybe I'll just skip when I get to 419, I'm just going to take off until April 20th. I couldn't do that. There's there's no way I could do that. Nicholas Sharara, what's up Playboy? Good to see you, man. Thanks for joining us. I'd be happy 400. You guys cool with Cully being fired. Totally cool. 100% cool with David Cully being fired. Also fine if they keep him cuz they ain't going nowhere right now, so it don't matter. Uh, but Nicholas, man, thanks for hopping in, buddy. It's good to see you. I appreciate you. Love you to death. Miss you. 
We need to grab drinks and watch a UFC fight together. That's for damn sure. Um, okay, so let's see here. Oh, we got a super chat rolling in. Here, let's do this. Let's get this show started like we always do. Let's start with the greatest dickhead in the history of the world. What? Let's go. You know who it is. You know how she do. You know what's up. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages and around the world, y'all give it up for Shelby. You guys, Shelby is the greatest decade in the history of the world for the next two hours because she was first in the chat. And when you're first in the chat, you're the greatest decade in my world and in my mind. Well, at least for the next two hours. And then it's just back to regular ass Shelby. Also, she gets the triple crown. First super chat, first like. Shelby says, I love you to death. Thank you so much. You're the best. Who the fuck is that guy? There you go. There you go. All right. Uh, so Cully is fired. Is that the news? Is that what's the, is that the goings on? I'm not, I'm not, I'm checking the Twitters. Let's, let's scan the Twitters. Uh, let's hop on Twitter real quick. Let's, uh, I'm going to make this so you guys can see my Twitter with me. How about that? We'll, we'll peruse together. You know how we do on this show. We just, just milling about, hopping around, doing our thing. Let's go. All right, here we go. Pull that up. Uh, zoom out. There we go. All right, so let's go find home. <sighs> Who's reporting it? Adam Schefter? I'm guessing Adam Schefter might be re- the one reporting it. Let's see if we can find anything about David Cully being fired. Texans fired head coach David Cully as NFL Network and Houston Chronicle also reported. Well, there you go. So, uh, fuck that whole show. Let's talk about it. I'm, I'm trying not to curse so much. I apologize. Screw that whole show. Let's talk about it. Breaking news. Who the fuck is that guy? David Cully. Gone. Here's the thing. I thought Nick was just like asking a general question. Now I see why he asked that. (laughs) When did it happen? Like, when did that break? That was, that was reported. Oh, two minutes ago. Okay. Well, then I'm not crazy. I'm doing show prep and yeah. Okay. So I'm not a, I'm not a complete lunatic. And, uh, Jen, I saw your Venmo I, or, or your, your, uh, super chat, sweetie. Thank you. And I will absolutely, uh, check that. I, uh, let's see here. Uh, oh. I don't know how to act. I don't know how to act, you guys. I, uh, Jen just sent a Venmo for $400. What are you doing, Jen? This is ridiculous. Why are you doing that? Jen, I love you to death. Why are you doing that, you guys? Jen, I love you to death. You are too sweet. This is totally unnecessary. She said to check the Discord messages. I got to look at this real quick before we get into David Coley. Because we are going to talk David Coley and what's going on and uh, why that's happening. Did I not start the show right? I guess nobody's on Podbean. Nobody wants to listen on Podbean. I'm good with that. Uh, Welcome to the 17 on Twitch and the 38 on YouTube. So check the Discord messages. Okay. 
Wow. Wow. All right, so let me let me see if I can make this happen here. Let me uh Holy shit, you guys. You guys. Uh this is uncalled for and unnecessary. Holy shit. Holy shoot. I'm trying not to curse. Damn. I'm totally cursing. Uh hold on. I got to I got to put this message up because this is unbelievable. This is I don't know how to act right now. I I really don't. I'm trying not to cry. I'll tell you that much. Um, But this was, you guys are ridiculous and amazing. Hold on. There's a super chat from Michael Caravantes for $10. Homie, thank you so much. Uh, That's very much appreciated. Uh, Unnecessary, but very much appreciated. And he said, uh, I suck. I didn't get to Venmo in time. Happy 400th and pour one out for David Cully. Thank you, buddy. Thank you for the, for, thank you for the super chat. This I'm a little, I'm a little taken aback. Uh, I, I, I kind of don't know how to act right now. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of at a, at a loss for words. That is, that is ridiculously generous and kind. I can't believe it. Uh, Jen said a few of my deckhead friends got together and decided to celebrate your 400th show. You have $400 on Venmo and $350 on PayPal. Congrats. Uh, Eric Resendez with a $2 super chat. Thank you for so much, man. He said you are not live on Podbean. What the hell? I said go live. Like, I've been live over there. Am I not? Are you sure you want to end this live show? Yes. All right, let me try to go live again on Podbean. New live show. Yes. Start now. Done. Start. All right, see if I'm live on Podbean now, Eric. Um, I don't know what to say. This is... Like, I really don't know what to say. I'm, 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 I'm legitimately stunned. What's up, Chris? Thank you, buddy. I got I, I mean, I guess I start with thank you to Lisa and Fidel and BZH and uh, Jacob and William Resendez and Justin Swinford and Josh Fernandez and Crystal and Shelby and Chris Mina and Jeff Bell and Richard Vales and Tyler McKee, Keith Sager, Chan, my dude, Chan. Jared Taylor, my sweet Donna, Mimi, Rob, so smoking gooder, Sylvia, VB, Joe Pro, Jesus, Drew, Titan Hugo, Christian Alonzo, Robert Jenkins, aka the King, Robert Likes Beer, Robert Carbajal, that's uh, that's RC, uh, Alex Villanueva, TDP, Juan Gonzalez, one of my favorite Rangers of all time, Cherry, Josh, a.k.a. 713 Hooligan, Matt Murphy, Dave, PP Dubs, Tony Garza, the handsomest son of a bitch ever. Walt, Ray, Ray, what are you, come on, fam. Total Dallas, Derek, CeCe, and Jen. I don't really know what to say, you guys. Uh, Wow. Thank you so much. 
I, I'm amazed. I, just being here is enough. I want you to guys to know that. Just showing up and continuing to support this show is enough, but that's unbelievable, man. I'm trying to hold it together, but that is that is unbelievable. Hey, Donovan, thank you, buddy, so much, man. We were just, uh, I was just uh, at a loss for words at the generosity of the Deckhead community. And let me tell you what, that doesn't happen often, but what do you say when a bunch of kind and generous people just gift you $750 just just out of support for what you do. I'm amazed. See, see how red the eyes are getting? I'm trying. I'm trying. Okay, take a shot. That's good. That's good. Thank you, Justin. That's good. Um, Matt sent $10 and said, I missed the memo uh, gift for you. Thank you so much, Matt. Katie with $25. I missed the collection plate. Katie, stop. You guys. You guys are amazing. Holy shit. We got to stop this because it's, uh, I love you too, Shelby. I love you all immensely, uh, unabashedly. I love this community. I'm so blessed to have each and every one of you support this show and me. And I wouldn't do this without you. I couldn't do this without you. And this is us. This is our show. And I love you. Cheers. Happy 400. Pot said he's crying today. Yeah, I'm crying. Dude, do you understand? That's amazing. You guys are you're uh, unbelievable. And um, thank you to Katie for the $25 Venmo. Unbelievable. Thank you to Matt for the $10 Venmo. He said, missed the memo for the gift. You're the best. I love you, Matt. Thank you for being a, the first Twitch mod. I missed the collection plate, said Katie. And then Jen. And no, I'm not doing a shot for every $10. You're, I might do a shot for every 100 episodes. I couldn't do a shot for every $100. It's $750. You guys are ridiculous. I don't know what to say. I don't want to. I didn't really want to make this show about me. I just wanted to celebrate 400 episodes and get after it. Um, I don't really. You guys are. That's crazy. Charles Garza with $20. Thank you, Barry. 400 shots. Charles, I love you. I'm not doing 400 shots. I think you guys are like, oh, look, Barry could use the $750 to pay for his alcohol poisoning. You guys are unbelievable, though. I'm trying to log into my PayPal and see if I missed any messages. Uh, of Because I want to read the messages. I know you guys sent money over there, which is uh, unbelievable. What the hell? Well, my PayPal won't pop up. Fuck you too, PayPal. Excuse my language. I cursed again. I got to stop cursing. Uh, Keith, thank you for the $10. By the way, Keith was in early. Uh, thank you for the $10. He says, still tipping at 400. Congrats. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you, my uh, lawn talk fam, my lawn talk guy. Um, all right, so Podbean is working now. I see truck driver Pookie and Eric Resendez is over there. Um, okay. Wow. Unbelievable. You guys are amazing. I... Ah, Joe Bros had no idea what we'd all do if we weren't here every day. This is the coolest place to be. Damn, I love you, Joe Pro. Thank you, man. Josh, thank you, buddy. That's very kind of you. <laughs> Philip Barnard said, okay, I lied. Uh, I popped in for a minute. Couldn't just not show Mr. 400 completely. Thank you. Uh, Charles says my Twitch is lagging. I don't know what to tell you, man. Is anybody else lagging? Cherry said I would like, uh, like it on record that I really dislike sports, but I'm here for you. Oh, 
and for the amazing community you created. Love you all. Cherry, we love you too, sweetie. I'm so happy and blessed to have you as part of the community. Have you all. Jen said, thanks everyone for making this happen. Yeah, you just don't even know. I'm about to get after it on the marketing and stuff. Like, unbelievable. I'm about to get after it. Videl said, thanks for putting it together, Jen. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Jen. Happy 400. Drink a bottle of water for your liver. Sad to see David Cully go, but Cal trying to keep DW4 and try to hire Flores. If not, that McDaniels is probably a lock with DW4 uh, trade. Well, that's a good take, Jibby John. That's a really good take. That's a really good take. Uh, Cherry said also shout out to Jen for being the dang best. Yeah, you guys, man. And I even told Jen this morning, I texted her. I was up till 4.30 in the morning, and now I feel like an asshole. Because I ditched our weekly meeting. I have a weekly stand-up meeting with Jen where she tells me all the shit I didn't do. And uh, I'm, I'm responsible for doing. But I was up till 4.30 in the morning making uh, highlights. And let me tell you why. I gotta turn this fan on. This, this shot and this love has me sweating like crazy. So basically, after our talk yesterday about Twitch and YouTube and bands and all this, I was like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna study the greats. I'm gonna study like, what does Pat McAfee do? And I'm going to emulate it. You know what he does? He goes live every day for three hours and posts at least three to five highlights of the show. And I was like, all right, well, that's what we're doing. I'm going to have to start making highlights from all the segments. So I just was up all night making highlights. And then at 430 in the morning, I went to sleep and texted Jen. I was like, I don't want to meet at 10. I'm exhausted. I didn't get up until 11 today. I was supposed to meet with Kyle King at noon. Nope. Jen is goat. You guys have no idea. Jen is the freaking goat. Of goats. Not like goat like in a bad way. Like and goat. Like she's goat goat. Uh, you guys are unbelievable. Cisco, thank you for the $5 Venmo. He said, I love you, my dude. Oh, homie, I love you too, man. I do. I love you so much. Uh, Shelby said, just don't forget us when you get ultra famous. Let me tell you something, Shelby. If you know me. If you know. <laughs> Matt said, if you're going to be like Pat McAfee, you got to start wearing tank tops. Bro, look at these. Look at these flabby ass on. Don't nobody want to see this? Look out. Look at that. Look at these dirty underarms. I don't know why my underarms are stained, by the way. That's super weird that they're stained. Nobody wants to see these arms. I got to do something about the stains. I think it's my deodorant. Yes, I wear deodorant, hoes. Don't at me. Yeah, I can't wear tank tops. I got I got side boob. It's not a thing. I need sunglasses. You go you go have sex with your person. Your own person. What's up, sexy Ray? Uh guys, I I, I honestly don't know what to say. Um Jen paid you fifteen hundred dollars from Amos. Amos, I love you, buddy. Thank you so much, man. On Venmo. You guys stop this. This is I just wanted to do the four hundredth show. I I not I don't deserve this. I really don't. You, I, this is amazing. You guys, seriously. Uh, when you get super famous, if you need a wine connect, I know a guy. Oh no, you're my dude when I'm, when I'm rolling in it. Oh no, we're getting all our wine through you, Cisco. I'm telling you, man, I think if anybody that knows me, Jen could probably attest to this. Nick, who was here can probably attest to this. A few others that know me pretty well and have known me for a while. I'm not a guy that, uh, has or would be like, yeah, I don't know those people. I know, I know where I come from and I know what's building what we're building. And I know how critical and crucial and important you guys are to this whole thing. This whole thing, you guys are the foundation. So 
I understand that. And I would never, Nora wouldn't let me forget that. And I wouldn't forget it on my own. <laughs> Fidel said, Barry, this is bigger than you. Just accept it. I've always said, look, I've always said this. I've always said that if this show stopped, if I just said, screw it, I'm going back to IT and to going back to the corporate world. I've always said that you guys would be like, ah, we're going to keep the discord going, Barry. Just send Jen the login info. Just, we're going to keep the community going. In fact, I was talking to j Row the other day about renaming the show to Barry on Sports instead of Barry on Deck. What's up, Jesus? Good to see you, buddy. I literally am considering renaming the show to Barry on Sports from Barry on Deck. And j Row was like, bro, but it's, it's the deckheads. Like, what are you going to do about the deckheads? They're all deckheads. I'm like, but they'll always be deckheads. Like, that's the thing. I don't, that wouldn't change. That wouldn't change. CZ said, CZ said, yeah, we are not the same. CZ, if CZ got famous, she don't know us. She don't, she don't know us. Shelby said, I got your autograph on my wedding license. Did it, did you ever get the info, Shelby, by the way, that I, that I sent off? <laughs> CZ said, I do not want to be a sports head. We'll still be deckheads. We'll still all, we'll always be, look, we're always going to be deckheads. Always. So you guys don't like the name change? If I changed it to Barry on Sports, you wouldn't like that? You wouldn't like that? Okay. I get it. I get it. Oh, here's the breaking news on ESPN's website. Let's read the article from Sarah Barshop. Houston Texans fire head coach David Culley after one season. Texans have fired head coach David Culley. A source told ESPN's Adam Schefter on Sunday after the Texans completed a 4-13 and season. Culley said he expected to return for a second season. See, I told you he don't know what he's doing. I told you he's stupid. However, the Texas ownership and front office took the past few days to evaluate the coach and decided to fire him on Thursday. The firing comes one year after Cully was hired a longtime assistant who became the oldest first-time NFL head coach in history at 65 years old. Before being hired in Houston, Cully spent two seasons in the Ravens organization as the wide receivers coach and passing game coordinator. Cully spent 43 years as an assistant in college in the NFL. Uh, Texans won the same number of games they did in the previous season under interim coach Romeo Cornell. Cully said it was, uh, Cully did it with a depleted roster. Houston was without Deshaun Watson, who requested a trade in January after the McNair family hired Casario. So see, that line says a lot. Cause I know somebody was like, oh, well, you know, Easterby. And if they get Brian Flores, maybe he stays. Well, that line says a lot. That's that's reading between the lines of what Sarah Barshop is reporting. Houston was without quarterback Deshaun Watson, who requested a trade in January after the McNair family hired Casario. A lot of us blame it on Easterby, and Easterby is an asshole, and nobody likes Jack Easterby in that organization. But if we do recall, if we do remember, it was after Deshaun Watson was basically ignored, or so we think, in the process of hiring a new general manager for the Houston Texans that he lost it and said, I'm out. I don't want to do this no more. I want to go somewhere else. So I think we forget that because of what Nick Casario has done, can do, and maybe will do. But that might be the real reason. So none of this bringing in a different head coach or whatever, maybe even firing Jack Easterby doesn't change Deshaun Watson's mind. Maybe the problem was Nick Casario. And maybe if they wanted to keep Deshaun Watson, they would go to him and say, all right, we're going to fire Casario. Who do you want? Maybe he stays. I don't know. I don't think so. At this point, it becomes just a war of attrition, right? It's pretty interesting, though. Um, so let's, let's chat, chat, 
Looks this Sean Sweeney said it looks like the meeting only took 15 minutes. Yeah. Let's let's chat about David Culley being fired from the Houston Texans. It shouldn't surprise you that he's fired when you watch what he did in game. He obviously was in over his head. He obviously didn't know what he was doing. And while a lot of us in in media and as fans we think it's refreshing when a coach goes to the podium and, and is asked a question, why did you make this decision? And he goes, I don't know. I just messed up. I don't know. What's, you know, I don't know. It's a learning experience. I just, I just messed up. If you have to give us that speech four, five times in a year, ugh, one time, right? Like maybe one of the times Harbaugh went for, went for two when he shouldn't have. I don't know. This is a bad decision on me. I got to be better. But if you're just like, I mean, I'm learning. I, I don't know what I'm doing. Sorry. It just doesn't instill a lie to us. Even though even though we complain as media and fans about tell us the truth, to be honest with you, a lot of us, can, in the famous words of Jack Nicholas, we can't hand Nicholson. Jack Nicholson? Nicholas? I don't get him confused. We can't handle the truth. So I definitely need you to pretend like you know what you're doing. Justify it. Let me talk mess about you being a liar that that's not why you made that decision. But don't just come out and tell me you have no idea. I'm just clueless out there. Because he really is. Was. So this doesn't surprise me in the least. Uh, Do I think another coach would have gotten more wins out of this team than David Culley? Probably not. Probably not. Do you think any coach gets more out of these guys? Look, the big mantra this year for David Culley was everyone said the same thing. They play hard for him. Oh, man, do they go out and hustle for him? Great. But this was a roster devoid of talent. You look up and down this roster. Who's the best player on the offensive side of the ball for the Houston Texans? Who is the best player? The Brandon Cooks? Is it Titus Howard, Laramie Tunsil? That might be your top three. Tunsil first, Cook second, Howard third. I mean, Tunsil is the best probably. But after that, Brandon Cooks is, he's not a star wide receiver on any other team other than this one, which is devoid of talent and on the defensive side of the ball, it's, it's, it's Justin Reed. And and a lot of that has to do with the rebuild. I get it. So I, mean, I don't want to blame David Culley for a four and ten, four and uh, sorry, four and what thirteen record. And I don't think a head, another head coach does a ton better than he did. <laughs> Michael Caravanta said the Ted Lasso experiment is over. Listen, after one year. I think we all know, and I think we can all admit, this was just let's get through this year, okay? But here's the difference, because the Astros had a let's just get through this year. Two years ago, the bubble season, the COVID season, after it came out that they were cheaters, they went out and got Dusty Baker to just get through this season. But the Astros are in a different position than the Texans are. So 
Dusty Baker just got you through a season of turmoil with a talented roster. And so he was a guy that could handle both. He could handle the media and the disrespect and the questions and the drama and the chaos of the season that they were about to experience. Then there was no fans, so they kept him around for the fan season after the cheating and did a great job. David Culley's job was to, and I've made this comparison a thousand times. I'm sure you guys are sick of it, but David Culley's job was to be the Bo Porter of the Texans. Just get us through the rebuild. But maybe they feel like, okay, now we got draft picks. Now we're players. If we can go from four to seven wins, let's get a better coach in here. Or, 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 or. Maybe the Texans saw a name that they were absolutely enamored with. Maybe it's Brian Flores. Just throwing that out there. And maybe they were like, if we don't get him now, even though we know we're going to go through a, a rough patch next year, maybe we improve by a couple of games as we try to rebuild this talents, uh, the roster uh, and, and the talent on this roster. But if we don't strike while the iron's hot, if Brian Flores is our guy and we are 100% in on trying to land him, if we don't strike now, we're going to miss out on a great head coach. So while I don't think that's the case because you got to look at the track record of this Houston organization, I really hope that's what is going on right now is that Nick Casario and the powers that be within this Houston Texans organization finally went, you know what? Let's play chess instead of, instead of checkers. Yeah, we're not going to be that good next year. We still need a lot of talent and another draft or two to get better. But if there's a great head coach on the market because the Dolphins are morons, let's go get him. Does that guarantee Deshaun Watson sticks around? No, probably not because he don't like me. Hi, I'm Nick Casario. Nice to meet you. But we get a really good head coach. I don't know. I don't know. This is all speculation at this point. So if you're a Houston Texans fan in the chat, I ask you this right now. Who do you want? You are, you are the eighth team now looking for a coach. Who do you want? Is there a name out there that you have your eye on? I, I, I kind of don't care right now. I am in such a bad place with this organization. They could go out and hire Vince Lombardi. And I'd be like, Whatever, talk to me in a couple of years when you show that you know what you're doing again. So it's going to take, I mean, you've got to earn my trust back, right? It's like a spouse that cheats on you. You might be like, all right, I'll stay around, but you're going to earn my trust back. That's, that's me with the Texans, right? The Texans have cheated on me with stupidity. They went on, had sex with stupidity over and over and over. Right in front of my face is so disrespectful. I'm willing to forgive, but you've got to earn my trust back. So let's see what they do with this opportunity because replacing David Culley or replacing Bill O'Brien with David Culley wasn't it. Getting rid of Bill O'Brien was a good move. One step forward, two steps back. So I want to know who you want, chat. Mata says uh, Eric Bieniemy. Okay, I like it. I like it. Um... Yeah, Flip said Watson has a court date this coming February, or so they say. It's probably going to get pushed back again. That wouldn't surprise me at all if it does. What's up, Harrison? Good to see you, buddy. Harrison Lee said a time machine and Don Shula. Okay, that's probably not a bad choice there. Uh, if there's any chance Watson stays Dabo. See, that's the thing. 
I think you have to be resigned to the fact and just understand he's gone. There's no repairing this, in my opinion. Deshaun Watson's not staying in Houston. Like, that's not happening. It's over. That ship has sailed. So, I, I bringing in Dabo, letting Deshaun be the coach, like, none of that is keeping him here. I just don't believe that. Um, <laughs> Jumper has a good point. It, almost anybody else will be an upgrade, and I still won't care. I, I, I'm with you 100%, Joe Pro. Lockstep on that opinion. Uh, Ashton said, what comes first, Barry? Talented, skilled players or coaching? It's See, here's the thing. It's got to be, uh, it, this isn't a single lane that you function in, Ashton. This has to be one of those, all right, we're going to attack on this front and this front. That's how you win the war. You lose the, you, you win a battle by focusing only on one thing, but you got to win the war of the NFL league. You got to win the war of football, which means you got to get better in scouting. You got to get better in coaching and you got to get better in personnel every single year. This organization was run into the ground by Bill O'Brien, but now's your chance. You got some draft picks, go attack the draft. And I got to give credit. Nick Casario did a pretty good job with what he had to work with in last year's draft. So let's see what he does with some first rounders, especially if they get Watson traded before March. At the same time, let's see how he handles the coaching search. Let's see if he does another dumbass move and hires another boneheaded guy like David Culley. I think that was a stopgap. I want to give him credit, but I don't know. So I think you have to do both, right? Like you you bring in a Brian Flores or whoever you think is the next big deal with an eye on, we're going to be good in a couple of years and we're going to be ready to go and he's going to help these young guys get better. They're going to grow together. They're going to become a family. No, Tim Kelly, no thank you. No, no thank you, CC. No thank you. Uh, Justin Swiffer said, Brian Flores, Eric Bieniemy, Brian Leftwich, in that order. That's probably the top three coaches on the market. Now, look, a lot of folks are high on uh, uh, Kellen Moore. A lot of folks are high on Dan Quinn, both Cowboys. A lot of folks are high on Bill O'Brien, but we've seen that experiment. They ain't doing that again. You got all the retreads, the Joe Judges of the world. He's probably going to have to go back to being a coordinator. I mean, there's a lot of names out there, and the NFL is notorious, notorious for doing retread stuff. And and mark my words, folks. Mark my words. It's highly likely that Nick Casario goes and pulls somebody in from the New England Patriots organization. It is just... Don't t- if this was Vegas, if we had odds on coaches and I gave you Patriots coach, current or former Patriots coach, or the field, I'm taking I'm taking Patriots coach. And what I mean is Josh McDaniels might be the next head coach of the Houston Texans. Get ready for it. Because that's an absolute possibility. It's sickening. It's sickening, but it's an absolute possibility. Um Francisco said. There is so much that needs to be done to correct where the organization is now. A head coach is one of many things. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Walt said uh, Flores is the only decent coach that's available now that wasn't available when they hired Cully. True. Although you look at all the coaches that are fired, but I understand what you're saying as far as decent head coaches. All those coaches significantly underperformed. Um, Watson is never coming back. I agree with that, Tony. Hey, Barry, you're logged in over here. What does that mean? 
don't understand what that means. Oh, Titan Hugo said Mike Munchak. Okay. Uh, Eric Christina says, I would like either Joe Brady or Flores as head coach. That's on the pod bean. Okay. Um, Sean Sweeney. What did Sean say? He said, book it, Barry. What did Sean Sweeney say? I missed, uh, I missed his other one. Where'd it go? Did you throw out a name? Sean, did you, are you just randomly yelling book it, Barry? I don't know what Clarence is talking about. I'm logged in over here. The hell does that mean? I don't know what that means, Clarence. I need you to clarify. Oh, Josh McDaniels for head coach. Yeah. 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 Uh, hey, Barry, you're logged in over here. Don't get what y'all uh, would want, Watson, unless you think all 22 people are lying. Good point. Amos said, why would you want Dabo? He's a defensive coach. He does nothing for Watson. All right. VB said... Then just promote Lovey and continue the rebuild. Not sure a great potential coach wants that dumpster fire yet. Listen, VB, that's not a bad rationale, to be honest with you. That's not a that's not a bad thought process. I mean, Lovey Smith is well respected. You saw what he did with crumbs on that defense. He actually had him playing decently. Um, what has to draw the other? You can't get people to sign in free agency without a coach. Well, this this team isn't signing free agents, uh, Ashton. This team isn't at sign free agents to take that next step. Like, remember the Astros, what they had to do was build through the draft, build the farm system, rebuild the farm system. And then once they got to 2015 and they were like, okay, we got a decent lineup here now. We got a decent squad now that we've rebuilt over three years. Then they went out and got uh, some free agents and veterans via trade. And that's kind of what I'm hoping the Texans are thinking. Let's rebuild through the draft first. Then as we get to it, we can maybe sign some free agents or whatnot. But let's be honest. Free agency isn't all that in the NFL. It's not like baseball and and basketball. And neither is the trade market. You build an NFL team through the draft. That's the first and foremost way to build a team. Uh, Joe Judge will be the last check in the Nick Saban school for wayward boys. (laughs) Tony's a Gerard Mayo. Okay. Uh, Alex said Mayo's a New England guy, but he needs more time. It is not going to be Josh McDaniels. Are you just trying to put that out in the universe? Are you begging? Uh, we're forgetting Harbaugh is allegedly in the mix. Is he though? Is he? Maybe. Matt said you better be since you're live. I don't know what this means, Clarence. What the fuck are you talking about? Just making sure if you're logged in over here. Over where? Oh, you're talking about the chat messages. Yes, I've been reading fucking Twitch chat messages the whole time. I was like, what is he talking about? Am I being hacked? Yeah, I'm just, there's a lot coming in. Yes, I'm logged in on the Twitches. Uh, being, I was like, what is he talking I was so confused. <laughs> you gotta be more specific, Clarence. You gotta be like, hey, Barry, are you getting Twitch chat messages? Not, are you logged in over here? Then I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, the enemy wouldn't want to come to Houston. I mean, I think Benjamin would want a job. Benjamin wouldn't want to come to Houston, uh, over to Houston after they gave him the runaround last year. I, that's just business. I mean, that's just business. You know that going in. You go that. You know that. Harrison said, if you're a New England assistant with a passing chance of following the hoodie, what's your actual motivation to leave and coach the Texans? Fair point. Fair point. 
Fair point indeed. All right. So there you go. Uh, hey, Valley Grower, thank you for the follow. Uh, I didn't see it because I don't have alerts set up on this yet, but I appreciate you uh, following over there. Thank you to the Broke Boy Sports for following. Thank you to Terrence Gidry for following. Uh, and those are the three new follows that we have on the Twitches today. And uh, yeah, thank you to everybody that's tuning in on YouTube as well and on the Twitches. Much appreciated. Everybody on the Podbean listening live. Titan Hugo, Truck Driver Pookie, and Eric Resendez. Appreciate you guys as well. Hey, B. Hannon. Thank you for the follow, big dog. Uh, hi, Nick Sarara. Did Nick, did Nick uh, comment again? He sure did. Gerard Mayo is another one, but I, oh, damn it. Why'd it go away so fast? Nick said Gerard Mayo is another one, but I think Casario should not pull from the Patriots tree and build his own brand as a GM. See, thank you. Thank you, voice of reason, Nick Sharara. I am so sick of seeing this tech. I am so sick of seeing this Texans organization try to be the Patriots of the South. Dude, create your own identity. Carve out your own niche. Be your own organization. Stop it. Stop it. Do not, do not hire anyone from the Belichick coaching tree. It starts here. Meow. Oh, Clarence, this is a good question. Which is the worst job, Jacksonville or the Texans? Well, I think you got to look at ownership. It starts there. You Shad Khan guy or are you a Cal McNair guy? Give me Shad every day, all day. I have no faith in Cal McNair. I have no faith in the McNairs. Everything they've done has been awful. And I get it. Shad Khan made the snap decision to hire Urban Meyer. That was dumb. And a lot of people, when he had to let him go, said this is his last chance to get this right. But you're the owner. They ain't kicking you out. Hell, if that were the case, Texans would have new ownership years ago. But lesser of the two evils as far as organizations, even though the lack of success is there for both, the Texans have had more success, but ownership I like much better over at the Jags organization. Scott's right, though. Both are pretty bad. Pretty bad. Uh, Donna said Texans. <laughs> um, yeah, Charles said Texans as well. Good question. Eric Resendez on Podbean said, I would like this Texans org to build like the Steelers, not the Patriots. Amen. Amen. Go out and get me a Mike Tomlin who I stand. Oh, I stand so hard for Mike Tomlin. Is Brian, is Brian Flores. Let me ask you a question, chat. And I want you guys to be honest with me because you know I'm, I'm a big Mike Tomlin stan. We've established that. Is Brian Flores that same elk? Is he cut from the same cloth? Is this a guy I could get behind? Is Brian... I, I talked about it yesterday on the show that maybe he is. He, he reminds me in a lot of ways. Young, brash, player's coach. Although he didn't get along with Tua. Tomlin is such a special dude, though. It's going to be really hard to find another guy like that. Um... Matt said I'd take Cal over Shad because when we play Mario Kart together, <laughs> we can play Mario Kart together. Okay. Clarence says, I would agree. Brian Flores is a cut from the not, – not going to be the next Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin is an all-time great. But showing tendencies. I like it. Uh, Wallace said, if you were Jacksonville, oh, I'm pretty sure your answer would be different. Maybe, I mean, look, Texans fans didn't show up dressed as clowns. In the last game of the season, I don't know if you guys remember this, but Jacksonville showed up. The Jacksonville fans got together. They rallied together and like, let's show up as clowns, and they did. 
Texans fans didn't do that. They just didn't show up. It's just altogether a different thing. Where's my phone at? Because I just saw Housey, and I know he sent me a Venmo. Um, House, thank you for the $10 Venmo. He said, I'm late, but I had to wait till this AM. Love you, Barry. I love you too, House. I miss playing video games with you, buddy, but I enjoyed watching your stream. It was so nice to catch up doing that the other day. I just want to hire the guy that hires Steelers coaches. Oh, my God. That's a great take, Joe Pro. Guys, that's take of the day so far. So good. I thought Jacksonville fans dressed up as Trump. Okay, now don't start it, Tony. Jesus. They still showed up. Yeah, they did. And then they messed around and won. Um, okay, let's do some other stuff. We, I think we've, I think we've beat this David Culley thing. We're going to be talking about this a lot going forward. I will say this: at the end of the day, the Texans have fired head coach David Culley, and I'm excited. It's a, it's a, it's a move in the right direction. Good. We recognize. We all recognize. He's not a good head coach. He doesn't belong in that position. So good on you, Texans, for making the right move. Now, let's get to some other stuff. I'm not going to take a break right now because I don't need to. We haven't even gotten to your headlines yet. Not that you guys give a give a crap, but sports headlines. And, uh, yeah, let's do some sports headlines. So the Cardinals are going to be without DeAndre Hopkins versus the Rams in the playoffs, at least until the NFC Championship game, should they make it that far. Some of you probably already knew this. We've talked about it here and on Sports Riot. But yeah, that is official now. Cardinals are without DeAndre Hopkins, at least versus the Rams, probably through to the NFC Championship game if they if the Cardinals get that far. And they won't. TJ Watt, get this. TJ Watt actually appealed to the league to get credit for one more sack, but he was denied. Bro, what are you doing? Stop it. Just just take your just take what you got. Stop trying to It looks so petty. Yeah, but technically when I ran by him, my elbow brushed him and I know he fell down on his own and his ankle snapped and no one was around him, but like I was in the vicinity so I should get the sna- the sack cuz I was in the vicinity. Man, stop. Stop. Stop it, TJ. You look petty. Manning and Elway are going to be in uh, competing groups trying to buy the Broncos. I find this kind of interesting, right? You would think that they would rally and get together, but obviously not. Obviously not. But uh, Peyton Manning, want to buy the Broncos? What? But, I mean, John Elway buying the Broncos makes sense. I will always see John Elway as a Bronco. That's what he is. Peyton Manning? I mean, I know he played for the Broncos, and I know he had some success there, but Peyton Manning is always going to be a cult in my eyes. Go buy the Colts. Oh, Ursi's not selling them. I don't know. Maybe he need drugs, needs drug money. That's inappropriate. See, I'm with you, Matt. Yeah, Manning needs to buy the needs to buy the Colts. So that made no sense. To me. All right, last uh, last headline I have on here for you. Dame Lillard is going to have abdominal surgery and is expected to be out at least six weeks up to two months. So bad news for Portland uh, on the injury front with their leader. Now, I did just see Tim Kelly fired. Let's go check the Twitters. Let's see if that is accurate. I don't know where that's from, do you? It was an old commercial, an old EA Sports commercial that, uh, who's the dude from 30? Tracy Morgan did when he was like, uh, they were the best. It was EA Sports, I think. But he did one where he was like, 
I'm fast, I'm agile, and I'm accurate. Like, he didn't say accurate. Uh, let's see. Adam Schefter reporting. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Scenes. And Texans also fired OC Tim Kelly per source. Okay. I don't, I'm, I mean, I wasn't hot or cold on Tim Kelly. I don't think Tim Kelly was the problem necessarily. You know, he's trying to make chicken salad out of chicken shit. That's what, that's what Tim Kelly was working with. Now, Deshaun Watson had an amazing year under Tim Kelly as a passer. But he only won four games. Fast forward a year, Davis Mills, four games. So you got one of the best quarterbacks. You got a rookie. Same outcome. I think what this move is, just in regards to uh, Tim Kelly and being the OC of the Houston Texans, they're just, they're, they're cleaning house. Okay, you had this weird transition and, 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 um, purgatory of, of football for a year with no draft picks and no hope and no direction and no clarity. You got through it. You've got picks. You've got opportunity. <sighs> Time to cleanse. So they're just saging the, maybe they actually should sage. I mean, I, I tried to suggest this a year ago. Thanks to Cisco. We tried. Wanted to sage the city to lift the Houston sports curse. Maybe do that down at Kirby. Sage NRG. Bring in Sage Rosenfels, like I suggested. We'll all gather around as Texans fans with our sage and we'll sage the building and we can all start over. So I don't have a problem with Tim Kelly being let go. Tim Kelly wasn't a great offensive mind and he wasn't the reason this team sucked. He was just a dude. And it was somebody that David Culley could use that had some experience that they didn't have to go out and because what they didn't want to do was let David Culley hire an OC. What? No. I'm just going to go get all my friends. We're going to have some barbecue. Hang out. Be cool. Do you like me? I feel like that's all David Culley cared about. Coach, that was a stupid decision. Your players, they don't like you. What? I feel like that's all he did. He's like, hey, 88, you're in. First of all, come here. Before I send you in the game. We good? You like me? Okay, get in there. I just, I feel like that's all he cared about. He did it for the likes. All David Culley wanted was to be liked. Which sucks. He seems like a good dude. He seems like a nice dude. Tim Kelly was just a, a dude. He's here. They're like, yeah, we're not letting David Culley go out and make decisions. What? No. So we'll just keep Tim Kelly. Now, Lovey Smith, was that one of the ones where they were like, no, you're going to take Lovey Smith as your DC. But I feel like Lovey Smith and David Culley probably have a good relationship anyways as long as they've been around. So, Ashton said tanking isn't a one-year process. I don't think that the Texans are tanking necessarily, Ashton. They're just bad. They're just bad. They There's a difference, too. Don't mistake tanking for a rebuild. Tanking is when you're competing with other teams to be the worst because you just want a higher draft pick. The Texans obviously didn't do that. These dumbasses are out here trying to win games. So I don't think they were tanking. They're just bad. There's a big difference, right? Huge difference. Tanking would have been, hey, we're up. Let's pull the starters. And I don't think they did that. I don't think they did that at all. Donna said, I'm still here for it. Let's go. Uh, new coach is going to want his own guy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'd be surprised if Levy Smith fades, unless unless Levy Smith's the guy. 
But I think Levy Smith is so well respected, a lot of guys wouldn't mind having the, him as the DC. But that might be the thing. Maybe, maybe, maybe Nick Casario seems like a sharp dude. Maybe he's like, you know what? I'm going to hire my coach. This is my guy, and I'm going to let him make his decisions. I'm, you're going to sink or swim with this coaching staff over the next three to five years, and I'm going to go down with you. So let's get a guy in. We communicate well. We can talk about the direction. I'll have some input on the coordinators. He'll have his input, and he'll have final say. But, you know, I mean, that's how you run a business. So this doesn't surprise me. Lovey Smith, I don't know what you do with him. But if you're going to let a guy be the guy, you got to let him make those decisions on coordinators. All right, one more, and then I got a topic I want to discuss. Flip said, will Bill O'Brien experience uh, hurt a new head coach and his decision-making be questioned? I'm not sure I understand the question, Flip. Will Bill O'Brien experience hurt a new head coach and his decision-making be questioned? I don't know what that means. Yeah, hey, do me a solid. If you're watching over there on YouTube, hit the hit the like button. That The algorithm loves that. When you like this program or when you like a video that you watch, YouTube looks at that and goes, oh, man, okay. This is a good video. We need to, we need to tell all the sports people in the world about it. So hit that like button. We got 48 watching, 37 likes. Can we match? Can we go? Concurrent viewers, 48. Likes, 48. Can we get it up there? I mean, it's free. It doesn't cost you nothing. Just hit like. If you're new to the channel or you haven't been here in a while, make sure you hit subscribe. Also, if you're watching on Twitch, please make sure you follow the program. Uh, RC1911, thank you for the follow. Uh, Rudy Rod, thank you for the follow over over there on the Twitches. We are up to 71 followers. I'm excited about that. We're going to eventually move this show to Twitch. It's going to go. It's going to happen. So everybody's just going to have to deal with it. Hit the like button on Twitch. There's no like button on Twitch. But you can follow. You can't send bits yet or anything like that, but you can follow. Uh, okay, I, I, I want to do this topic because I was sent this information by Virginia Buttonweed. And you guys know I'm a stats nerd. And Virginia Buttonweed, I didn't even think about this topic. It's a great topic. But Dave Madonna sitting in the got your nose. Got your nose. I wish they came through, but they don't. That's the only thing that sucks. That's over from Twitch. I need to get the little logos too, so you guys know where it's coming from, Twitch or YouTube. Um, What does Alan say? Okay, today sucks other than Barry and the deckheads going through some shit. Yeah, buddy, I'm sorry, man. I hope things get better. I know Philip is going through some shit as well. I hope you guys, man. I've always said if you just need a someone to talk to, man, hit me up in the chat. Send me a message. We'll, we'll wrap a taste. I'm happy to do that. Folks know that. Shelby and others can attest, man. If you got if you got shit you just need to get off your chest, I'm here for you. Always will be here for you. Always. Uh, okay, so what would the NFL playoffs and the NFL draft look like if this was a 16-game season instead of a 17-game season? How different would these playoffs be? How different would the upcoming draft be? Well, thank you to uh, longtime decade Virginia Buttonweed. He did the research on this and sent me the info, which I thought was fascinating. So let's take a look at it. So first things first, let's look at how different would the NFL playoffs for 2021 be if this was only 16 games instead of 17? Well, if it was only a 16-game season, the following teams would miss the playoffs. The Pittsburgh Steelers would be out. 
the Philadelphia Eagles would be out. And the Los Angeles Chargers would have missed the, the playoffs again, but because of a tiebreaker with the Colts. The teams that would be in the playoffs if this was a 16-game season, the Indianapolis Colts and the New Orleans Saints. So if you're a Saints fan, you got to be a little upset. You got to be sitting here thinking, man, if this was just a regular NFL season, Saints fans would, you know, the Saints would be in the playoffs. The Colts would be in the playoffs. Instead, we get the two teams from uh, from uh, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh and Philly. Made it. I find that fascinating. How does that sit with you, Saints fan? I know we got a bunch of Saints fans in the chat. How does that sit with you? I think there's no, I mean, look, everybody played under the same uh, rules. So it's not like you say, well, it wasn't fair. It wasn't, you know, it was. Go out and win more games. It's just interesting that if, if there wasn't that extra game on everybody's schedule, two teams would be out and two different teams would be in. If you're the Colts and the Saints, you're, you're mad that it was a 17-game season. And if you're the Steelers and the Eagles, you're glad. You're relieved that there was that extra game to put you over the hump. All the Steelers did was tie with it. Like morons. Um, <laughs> Cece said, if if was a fifth, then what Donna said, eh, eh. Um, I'm gonna pull this up. Let me go to my Gmail because they had the numbers in there. There we go. There we go. There we go. So I've got the, all the numbers. <laughs> Yeah, so everybody else still in the playoffs, but the Chargers would have lost because of the tiebreaker. Now, let's look at how that would affect. How does that affect the draft? Would the order be different if not for that extra game? The answer is yes. The draft order would change a little bit because of the extra game as well. Jags would still have the number one pick. Lions would have the number two pick. If this was a 16-game season, the Giants would be picking three, Texans four, and Jets five. Everything else would remain the same. Panthers six, Giants seven, Falcons eight, Broncos nine, Jets ten. But three, four, and five would be remarkably different. (laughs) Giants would move up to three, Texans would fall to four, and the Jets would move down to five. Pretty fascinating. One one game in a season moves things around. I mean, not that there's a giant difference between three and four or three and five. But adding that extra game did have an effect. Uh, Walt said more teams played their starters week 17, which wouldn't have happened. Y- y- yeah, but I don't think that's the I don't think that's the takeaway here, Walt. But you're right, there was, but, uh, and, and of course, expanding the playoffs had a, had a bunch to do with it as well. More people being in it. But I think just looking at records, that extra game. Now, the big difference is, what was that extra game? What game 
do you drop off the schedule? Is it just week 17? I mean, it's not because those are the right, those are the division games. So what game in that schedule gets removed? That's what you got to look at as well. Uh, what did Jen say? Oh, except for this month. You guys, are, are y'all really doing dry January? Really? I don't know how y'all do it. I don't know. I don't know how you do dry January, man. Boy. Uh, Ashton said, uh, Saints fans mad they don't get to watch Taysom Hill play more football. I think they'll live. Uh, not a big fan, I guess. Uh, all right. This went viral. This was. I meant to do this yesterday. I don't know if you guys saw this, but Devin Booker lost his mind during a game in Toronto where there were no fans in the stands, mind you. There were no fans in the stands, and Devin Booker was shooting free throws, and he got upset. And the reason he got upset was because the Raptors mascot, which I don't even know the Raptors mascot name. Is it Rappy the Raptor? I have no idea. That's usually how... That's how creative teams get. They're just like, just call him Rappy. So nonetheless, this is what happened with Devin Booker while he was shooting free throws uh, in a game against the Raptors. Check this out. It's good. Okay. Now, if you're Monty Williams here, if Booker makes the second free Booker, throw. By See? the way, Booker's freaking complaining out a bit. about the Raptor, the lone fan that's there. He's <laughs> freaking I mean, out. One, the Come Raptor. On, Josh, thank you for the rain, rain buddy. Rain. We're looking at Devin Booker lose his mind. You played at Kentucky in the SEC. You know, not going I don't have any alerts set up. Josh, thank you for the rain, buddy. Super fan was there, right? So Devin Booker loses his mind. By the way, can we give a shout out in the chat, everybody? Say what's up to Josh, my dude. Tooth Pete, thank you for the rain. See, this is why I need to be on Twitch. Ain't nobody raining on YouTube, but my guy Tooth Pete comes through. With a party of 12, man. Much appreciate that. We were just talking about Devin Booker. This is the great thing about it. So he gets mad because the Toronto Raptors, the lone fan in the stand. He's not even a fan. This is a different angle of it. All right. This is the dude. Watch. You're going to see him jump up and down. Book. This his is what Devin Booker loses his mind on. That. That. What? <laughs> Come on, fam. That's you know, what you got mad about. First free throw so what he did is he, is he sent him away. If you, if you look at this cut of it, uh, he had to go and watch from, uh, where's the side? Right there. They He's sent him sent to the away. corner. Sent him away. Come on. I mean, there's nobody in the gym. There's literally nobody there. This is a professional paid millionaire athlete. And he got mad because of the mascot. I was like, Here's the best part about it. This is why I brought it up. The video was funny, but then it got, of course, it got taken to Twitter. So Devin Booker makes his new profile pic. I love this so much. New profile pic, and it's the Raptor being pushed off to the side in the game. Oh, oh, Mwah. chef's kiss. That's so great, right? It's so great. He's just like, new profile pic. But it doesn't stop there because the Raptors are like, oh, no, fam. No, 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 we don't play like that. <laughs> so the Raptors made their new profile pic. <laughs> Let's go. I love this so much. I love this so much. 
Raptor's just going tit for tat with Devin Booker on Twitter. So Booker makes the Raptor over in isolation his profile pick. The Raptors say, nah, fam, we, we got this. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. You got to love it. You got to love it. Uh, but, you know, I, I, me too, Matt. I love the pettiness. I do. I love it. First of all, why are you getting so upset that, a, that, the, that the mascot's going, hey, 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 hey. dude, there's, there's 20,000 people in the arena normally, and that bothered you? One guy? Is that the secret to disrupting free throw shooting for millionaire basketball players who play at the highest level of the game in the world, Craig? Just empty the stands. Be like, all right, everybody be still except for one guy, and that'll, that's, that's all it takes to get him to miss. He made it, by the way. What are you freaking out for? That don't make no sense. Oh, look at Matt doing yeoman's work over there. Yeah. Hey, do me a solid. If you're watching uh, on the uh, on the YouTubes, hit subscribe. If you're on Twitch and you're new and you just came over uh, rating with Josh, I appreciate you. Thank you for being here. Make sure you hit the follow. I'm trying to build this thing and switch platforms eventually. So, oh, G-Girl Gaming in the building. Were you watching with Josh? That is dope, man. Yeah, G-Girl Gaming. We're part of uh, uh, the sw- uh, the Twitch um, Twitch sports team together. I'm with, uh, uh, what's it called? Sports Riot. And uh, G-Girl Gaming is part of the uh, Twitch sports, so that's pretty dope. Uh, what did Russell Wilson do? Oh. Oh, yeah. We got we got to do that, too. I've got that tweet. That's what I didn't understand. So there's several tweets I want to get to. Hey, Steve, uh, Stevie Buns, thank you for the follow. G-Girl Gaming, thank you for the follow. I don't have my alerts set up yet. Mina TX, thank you for the follow. Literally, this is the third stream on Twitch after being on YouTube for a year and a half. So we're slowly transitioning over. I'll get it all set up, I promise. But I thank you guys for being here. Let's talk about the Russell Wilson tweet, though. Because, uh, oh, Russ... Oh, Russ had him one, and it was very cryptic, and I don't understand it, and I I really don't dig these cryptic tweets. Russ just tweets out, Light at the end of the tunnel. I will remember you. Oh, what are you doing, Russ? I don't, I don't, look. Biggie713, thank you for the follow on uh, 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 Twitter. Twitch. I'm so confused right now. I don't understand why grown-ass dudes tweet this stuff. Now, look, I have been accused of being very emo myself, okay? I am very emo. I, I, will, I will tweet out. <laughs> some, I will subtweet the hell out of somebody, okay? I will. I will absolutely get out and get old Petty Crocker. I will. I'll get all in my feels. <laughs> no one loves me. But I'm like. If you're Russ, if you're Russell Wilson, do we need that? Does this mean, this could mean one of two things, right? This could mean, we almost got a deal done with the Seahawks. I'm going to retire a Seahawk. Go Birds, 12th man, flop, flop, whatever they're, I don't know. Do they have like a a chant they do? Caca, caca. Maybe that's the Eagles. I don't know. That would be good if that was their thing. Could you imagine? You're like a Niners player and you're in Seattle. And not only is the 12th man loud enough. But their but their chant it's like the Braves chop like the oh but in Seattle they're just like caca caca but it's eighty thousand people doing that oh my god I would quit football if I was them um but I I don't understand why if you're Russ and you're almost to 
a deal that keeps it. Then just say, hey, we're getting close, fans. Hang in there, 12th man. And if you're not, be like, oh, I wish this was going better. I love Seattle. Not looking good. Or, or, and hear me out here. This is crazy. This is wild. Just don't tweet. But, but how do I get the attention? How do I, how do I get people to message me and tell me how wonderful I am? See, that's what I do, Russ, but you're not me. Okay. You don't get to be emo. When you reach a certain level, you don't get to be emo anymore. Emo's for us down here. Emo's for us down here. Russ, you're up here. Okay. If you're way up here, you don't get to be emo. Just, just be rich. Rich people don't need to be emo. (sighs) Yeah. And that's true. Matt said, you can't not tweet. I get it. I get it. My wife is like, why did you tweet that? I'm like, man, I don't know. I just kind of wanted to put it out there. I just need some attention. She's like, oh my God, go do the dishes or take the trash out if you want attention. <laughs> hey, Shock, appreciate you, buddy. Mike, leave a shock on the YouTubes. Wish I could hit like 400 times. Congrats, B. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. I did get your text. I just didn't have a chance to respond. But yeah, for those of you that are new, uh, I've been doing this show for a hot minute, but I've been on YouTube for the last year and a half. Today is actually episode number 400 of Barry on deck, but this is like episode three of Barry on deck on Twitch. So slowly moving over. Uh, Walt said rich humans can't have emotions. Got it. No, 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 no. Walt, don't you put words in my mouth. I will come through this cord, this cable. I will come through this, I don't know, phone. If you're watching on that or TV or wherever I will, you're driving. I will come through your carburetor right now. I will come through your carburetor and slap the mess out of you. Don't you put words in my mouth. I'm not hitting Walt. Walt will whoop my ass. I'm not saying rich people can't have emotions. I'm saying rich people shouldn't tweet out their emotions. Rich people shouldn't be like, hey guys, feel sorry. Russ, you date Sierra. You're married to Sierra. You're handsome. You got good hair. You're a millionaire. You play football. You're one of the greatest quarterbacks of your era. Bro, ain't nobody feeling sorry for you. Shut up. I wish more people. Hey, everybody, just give me some attention. No. Rich people need an outlet, too. Yeah, that's what hookers and blow are for. No, cut. Okay. Stop. Oh, got it. Barry hates rich people. Confirmed. No, I... Barry absolutely hates rich people. Now, you know what I hate? I hate streamers. <laughs> I hate streamers that put words in your mouth. I hate I hate chat that puts words in your mouth. Oh, I hate you guys. <laughs> Shut up. No, don't encourage. Don't encourage. Listen, you got, okay. Make me drink over here. Drink my basic white girl fireball. All I'm saying is stop being so emo because here's the problem. When you, when you, when you do, listen, we're not going to start trending. Barry hates the rich. I swear. I will fire all of you. I will fire all of you. Oh, now, no, don't listen. Make me get a chub live on stream. All right. Okay. You missed it. Josh beat you to it. Settle down. Handsome Tony. 
Um, speaking of emo, speaking of emotions getting the best of you, Antonio Brown's back in the news. <laughs> Please go away. Antonio Brown back in the news because I think he finally realized, ooh, man, speaking of getting emotional and 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 reacting. He said it probably 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 wasn't necessary or professional in regards to leaving the field after removing his pads on Jan 2 huh you 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 think you think it probably wasn't professional to walk off the field in the middle of an NFL game, leaving 52 other dudes to fend for themselves when you're who you are. Look, if the backup long snapper's like, I've had enough of this shit. I'm out. I can't do this. No. Okay. See you later, Charles, whatever the hell your name is. You can't do that though. AB, that's not okay, man. But I like that he owned it. It's like, all right, it probably, he can't say definitively. It's just like one of those apologies. Look, it's like when celebrities say something offensive and they're getting canceled. And instead of taking it back and be like, I shouldn't have said it. They go, I'm sorry if it upset you. No, bitch. You're sorry that you said it. You're sorry that you feel that way. You're sorry you're a terrible person. I'm sorry if it upset you. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're sorry you're getting canceled. And in the case of Antonio Brown, he's sorry that this is backfiring on him because I think what's happening behind the scenes and I don't know, we're not seeing it, but I bet you a lot of people are like, yeah, bro, you're done. Nobody wants you anymore. Cause he's probably like, who's going to get me, huh? Who's rolling with me next year? And everybody's like, no, we're good fam. You literally walked off in the middle of the game. We don't need that headache. I'd rather have a wide receiver. that's half as good as you, but knowing he's going to be on the sidelines, which also changes the narrative of, yeah, but I was hurt. I mean, I know I did jumping jacks on the way off the field. Probably some cartwheels. and But still, I was hurt. No, man. Just a bad look. At this point, what you really have to say is, I messed up. Emotions got the best of me. I understand this is a pattern in my career and in my life and in my history. I'm seeking help. So that I learn how to better deal with these situations when they arise in the future in or out of football. And if you say something like that, then people go, oh, good for him. Now, we all know zebras don't change their stripes. But at least you say the right things publicly. And another team, maybe the Jacksonville Jaguars, are like, you know what? We'll take a flyer on him. Hell, what do we have to lose? Are they going to make us the worst team in football? Um, <laughs> uh, Clarence has a good point. Clarence said, it's funny that he had to come to Jesus moment after Brady got Gronk his money. He wanted his money. And that's the, that's the one thing. Um, that's the one thing. Um, it was, it was more about the money than anything. And that's. That's sad, but you can't pout. Like, you. I don't know. You just can't do that. Uh, what did Jen say? I saw something here. Uh, everybody okay? Jen thinks Silas hasn't had a few, uh, hadn't had a fever for a few days. Okay. 
Gotcha, gotcha. I thought at first I was like, wait a minute, what's going on? Steven Silas get fired now? Hold on, what the hell is happening? Uh, but that is not true. Hey, uh, shout out to everybody watching on YouTube. Please hit follow. Appreciate you if you're uh, or hit subscribe if you're follow if you're not following on Twitch. Make sure you do that. And shout out to everybody on Podbean. We still got folks over there listening and uh, listening live. So appreciate Titan Hugo and Chris Mina and Truck Driver Pookie and Eric Resendez all listening to the audio while they mill about. Um, I don't think AB has any mental issues. Oh, disagree. I think it does. And I think that's why Tom Brady said what he said, Amos. Hey, let's have some compassion right now. I think because he knows he had an episode. He freaked out. And that's okay if that's what it is. But come out and say that. Just own it. I mean, I've sat on this show and said, look, I got to go get therapy. I got, I got, I got stuff I got to deal with that I never processed when I got laid off from radio and ESPN and it bothered me. And I just, I got to go deal with it. I got to process it. I got to figure it out. If, I mean, I do. And I absolutely do. But at least own it. And I think you guys respect that instead of me being like, I'm good. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm fine. Just own it because people respect that more. I would have a lot more respect for Antonio Brown if he was just like, hey, man, I got issues and I got to work on them and I lose my temper. I got to get anger management. I got to get all these things taken care of. See, Amos, that's too, that's too macho. He's just a grown ass little boy. I don't, I don't believe that. I mean, yeah, there's just bad behavior, but you don't get to that level in a team environment just by being just a badass little boy. Those guys get weeded out. I think he's got some issues he probably needs to process and deal with. <laughs> God, I hate your stupid ass face so much. Kiss my ass. Who the fuck is that guy? It makes sense. Barry hates AB. AB is rich. Okay. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. Get out of here. Not dealing with your shit anymore, Kyle King. This is absolutely ridiculous. What is this? Stevie Bunce, as per Jordan Schultz, uh, I'm told owner John Mara respects and likes Flores, a Brooklyn native, and that Flores would prioritize the G-Men job at or near the top of his list per a source close to the situation. Interesting. Interesting. I also saw a rumor, speaking of uh, Flores to the Giants, I saw a rumor that Deshaun Watson would be interested in going to the New York Giants. And I didn't think that was the case. I know when I talk to people that are close to him, he's not a cold-weather guy. He does have a lot of ties to New York, though. Uh, people within his camp and his organization uh, do live in New York. I think that would make some sense. I know he wants to play in the South. That's why Miami was so appealing. But let's put two and two together here, folks. If Deshaun Watson wanted to be in Miami, and I think that was absolutely the number one destination for him, nightlife, warm weather, great coach, promising young football team, Half the Texans draft picks. But if Brian, if if Deshaun Watson wanted to be in Miami and Brian Flores was in Miami and he wanted to play there. If New York was on the list, but maybe down a little bit, but a coach that he likes goes to New York and it was on the list, but maybe not first or second. Does this change? Well, going to find out, but I think that's super interesting. You know, yesterday on the show, I talked about the fact if I'm Denver and Watson was, uh, was keen on going to Denver. If I'm Denver, knowing I have a vacancy, I'm trying to get Brian Flores and Deshaun Watson. If I'm the Giants, I'm trying to do that. If you're any team out there looking for a head coach, not named the Houston Texans, 
You absolutely should be trying to land both of these guys. And a team like Denver is a hell of a lot closer to a Super Bowl than the New York Giants are. But man, you talk about taking a huge leap forward as an organization if the Giants can land both of these dudes. But if I'm any team, I'm trying to treat it as a package deal. Especially teams that need quarterbacks. And don't give me this Daniel Jones. Listen, Daniel Jones is wash. He's he's wash. He's not. He's not it. It ain't happening. And, you know, I know Minnesota's got Kirk Cousins, but they're looking for a head coach. If you're Minnesota, what do you want? Would you, Kirk Cousins and who? Or would you want Deshaun Watson and Brian Flores? Any team that is even remotely considering a quarterback change in the next year or two should absolutely be on the horn with the Texans about a trade for Deshaun Watson and be on the horn uh, with Brian Flores' agent. Hey, we're going to try to land Deshaun. We're going to bring you in. That would be my MO in this offseason for every NFL team that needs a coach and potentially needs a quarterback. And let's be real. Most teams that need a coach, it's probably because they need a quarterback. Only the Bears, Vikings, Giants, the Jags is a little bit different. The Raiders was a different situation. Yeah. I mean, the Jags, unfortunately, you're riding with Trevor Lawrence for the foreseeable future. And if Brian Flores didn't like Tua, you think he's going to want to hedge with Trevor Lawrence? I don't think so. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, make sure I didn't miss any other alerts over on. I need to get those set up. I don't know how I could rock both. Cal uh, said, I want a QB who doesn't have to pay for ass play. I mean, that would be nice. That would be that would be nice. You know what would be a great tandem? Deshaun Watson throwing to OBJ. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Look at that combo. What's up, Celio? Good to see you, buddy. He said, what would the Giants need Watson for? They already have a four-win... I already have a four win QB. You're, you're, you, sir. You, sir. <laughs> you are a smart ass, and I'm here for it. Uh, Stevie Buns said, oh, Where'd it go? Stevie Buns, do you think it takes the two first rounders, five and seven, to get him, though? Absolutely. Yes. No doubt about it. And you probably are going to have to do a pick swap or, or something. Listen, Deshaun Watson's value is ridiculous, at least in the minds of the Texans. Remember, this is an organization where people were like, yeah, we'll do it. Let's go. And they were like, oh, no, no. We want 119er first round picks. We want 70, 110 second round pick. Like the asking price was astronomical because they know what they have in Deshaun Watson. Now they're they're up against it a little bit. They're playing a little bit of game of chicken here because that March deadline is approaching. The draft is approaching. Free agency is approaching. They don't want to have to pay this dude another $10 million to sit around and not contribute on the football field. So you got to lower that price a little bit, but absolutely. I think if you throw in like a third or fourth round pick, maybe some pick swaps, absolutely. Maybe a name somewhere as well. Maybe you could throw in Daniel Jones. Hey, we'll send you Jones, a five and a seven, and a pick swap and six or five. I mean, look, there's no QB in the draft that you would want. But if you've got your pick, I mean, I just had the slide. Uh, it's not the current um, It's not the current picks, but let me pull this up. Where was it? Yeah, this, just looking at what the different uh, current draft order. If you're the Texans, you'd be drafting three, five, and seven. 
ignore that stuff on the right. That was a scenario before the, the raid happened, uh, Steve. But yes. Now, none of those guys you would waste on, on uh, none of these picks you would waste on uh, Matt Coral, but, but you would have Jones, who would be a significant upgrade. You still have Mills, who maybe, you know, I don't think he's a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. I've said that. But he'll get you through until you get to a year that has a first-round pick-worthy quarterback in it. But you could really start to build your defense, maybe add an offense, maybe get you a, a better tight end, upgrade a tight end. You got Collins and, and Cooks who, you know, maybe if you add a third stud wide receiver, you, yeah, you're building something. You got some depth, which is what it takes. Get better on the O-line. This team has a plethora of holes they could fill. You could literally address three of those in the top 10. You'd have three top 10 picks. That is franchise changing. So absolutely, I would do that, a hundred percent. Um, <sighs> damn, Josh was right. Yeah, Josh knows his stuff, dude. Don't don't listen just because he's got a dumb name like Toothpaint. Don't you ever question his knowledge. Dumb name, smart mind. I mean, you could have you could have a smart name and a dumb mind like Kyle, I guess. They won't trade for QB or draft one. They believe Davis Mills is the guy. I, I disagree. I think they're willing to keep kicking the tires on Davis Mills, Kyle, only because they realize that the next two to three to four years, maybe two to three years at, at, at worst, this isn't Super Bowl caliber years. This is step two of the rebuild. You got to have somebody around. You don't have to go out and pay a lot of money for a guy to win five games while you're in the midst of a rebuild. No need to do that. He showed flashes. He showed he's okay. He's not going to, you know, he's going to win you four to six games a year if he had a little more talent around him. And he only played in 13 games. But he acquitted himself well. I had slides the other day that compared. He was second best rookie quarterback in the NFL this year behind Mac Jones, ahead of Trevor Lawrence. There's your king. But I think I think Mills is your stopgap. And that there's nothing wrong with that. As you get better. But having Daniel Jones, maybe you move him. Maybe you trade him to a team that's thinking about a QB for more picks. I don't know. But I could see bringing in some competition. I could see maybe moving Davis Mills to a team. Maybe moving Daniel Jones. And if you don't trade for Daniel Jones in New York, which... You know, if you're trading Watson, they don't need him. Maybe they move him somewhere else. But if you're going to send, if Deshaun Watson's going to the Giants, they certainly don't need Daniel Jones. So what do you do? You're probably sending him back. Uh, Biggie713 said, I changed my vote. I like Twitch better. Yeah, Twitch is fun, man. Twitch is a party over there. Twitch is a party. I still love the YouTubes. Uh, Alex Villanueva said, is Casario going to call the hoodie for advice? Ah, <sighs> uh, you know, I don't think so. Uh, Nick Casario strikes me as the kind of guy that's like, Hey, I got this. I, I got this. I don't need you. I'm smart. I'm likable. And gosh, darn it. People love me. I don't think Nick Casario needs it. I mean, I'm sure they talk, but. I think Nick Casario's ego wouldn't allow him 
to call uh, the hoodie for advice. And I, I think he's a pretty sharp dude. I don't think he necessarily has to. Um, so no. And I mean, look, we all learn, right? Hey, Shelby. Thank you, sweetie. She said, I'm present on both. That's what's up. Keep them numbers up, player. I think that, uh, I think what, I, I think what, it, you know, it may be one of those things where he might run into something like job related, but as far as advice on what to do next, nah, I think he's making his own decisions. So we got AB. Now, uh, I've got a topic we're going to discuss in hour number three. By the way, uh, it is a three-hour Thursday here on Barry on Deck, episode number 400 of the show. Thank you again to everybody that sent in a Venmo or a PayPal or a Super Chat. Uh, you guys are amazing, and I appreciate that. And you made my day, my week, and my month. Uh, just way too generous. I love you all to death. Thank you for being deckheads. Um, Oh, Jesus asked a good question. Do I have any shows at the Houston Improv coming up? As a matter of fact, I need to keep better tabs on my schedule um, on my website, on the barryisfunny.com website. But yes, I have booked a gig with the Houston Improv. I don't know where it is. I'm doing the whiskey. It's called Whiskey Bent Show. I want to say, yeah, I think it's called the Whiskey Bent. Hold on. I have it. Hold on. Hold on. Where's Jessica's text? Jessica Improv. Are you available to do a Whiskey Bent show Wednesday, February 9th? So there you go, Jesus. I will be at the Houston Improv Wednesday, February 9th, 2022. Matt said, are you just doing Hour 3 on YouTube? That is correct. That is correct. Right now, Twitch is so public, I can't go private. I don't believe so I'm just going to do it like we normally do. Hour number three is going to be YouTube only. It's going to be unlisted. You got to be a member of Patreon or you got to be a member of um, the Discord, which is where I where I post the links. Yeah, man, come out. Hey, Seuss, let me know. Uh, would, would love to have you come out and love to see you. By the way, if you do want to see hour number three of the show, since it is private only uh, for the Patreon members, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Barry on deck and sign up for as little as five bucks a month. You support the show, you support me, you keep it going, you get some swag, you get other kind of cool stuff, uh, other perks. Like I dropped the, uh, I hate to say this, but I dropped the new um, Welcome to the Land where it just don't stop. You guys remember that shirt I created? Here, hold on. I'll uh, I'll show you. I dropped the new version of this. And I'm not going to show you where it's at yet because I'm giving the deckheads priority. Those that are on Patreon know where it exists. But this is the new version of the shirt out. Loving the new version. Where the hell did it go? What on earth? I think I lost it. What the hell? Well, I had uh, I had a photo of it. Let me see if I can find it on the Discord. Did I post a picture of another Discord? I think I did. I'm pretty sure I did post a pic of the new shirt. I posted a lot of videos the last couple days. There we go. No, I can't find it. Hmm. Oh, I think I put it in general, which is always a mess. You should uh, listen. If for no other reason to join my discord, um, you should do so uh, just to get access to, or excuse me, join the Patreon. You should do so just to get access to the discord. It's uh, seconds to none. It is a great community. Dude, people on our Discord like help each other with around the house chores and questions like, hey man, my garbage disposal is not working. What do I do? We've had deckheads go help each other move. 
it's an amazing community. You definitely want to be a part of it. And the only way to get on that Discord uh, is to go to patreon.com forward slash Barry on deck and join. Now, these are the shirts that I'm re-releasing. And Deckheads knew about them first. It was this, this bad boy. So I redid the design. Uh, and this, this, if you're in H-Town, this matters more. This means a lot to you. That is like our mantra. So I redesigned it. Welcome to the land where it just don't stop. So yeah, that is the new one. It drops. It's out right now. You'll be able to get it uh, soon. I won't tell you where yet because I wanted the uh, Patreon members to have first stab at it and, and, and get them and uh, be proud to wear them. So there you go. Patreon.com forward slash Barry on deck. That is the location. Hour number three is going to go down too. So don't forget that. Uh, a lot of reasons to join the Patreon. And if you're here, I appreciate you. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow on Twitch. If I miss any new follows, I did not. Good. Okay. Uh, I love this next topic. So, minor league baseball is always about doing crazy stuff. It's always about getting eyes on your product from the fans. And the Portland Pickles. Yeah. That's their name. The Portland Pickles. Pickles. They have a pickle mascot. Surprise. And the Portland Pickles mascot, I'm trying not to pop my peas into the mic, but the Portland Pickles mascot. <laughs> tweeted this out. New phone. Who dis? Bro, what? Did you really just tweet out a pickle D? What are you doing? You can't send out pickle penis pics, bro. What are you thinking? What's the, what's the mascot's name? What's the mascot's name? What's the what's his name? Oh, I have his name. I have his name. His name uh Dylan. Oh, oh I get it. Oh my god, I get it. I get why his name is Dylan. Dill the pickles. I probably shouldn't have been that excited that I got the joke that, that Dylan the pickle. Dylan the pickle. Anyways, Dylan the pickle. That's what he tweeted. That's what he tweeted. New phone who dis. And what I loved is, look at who he tagged, okay? I want to show you this tweet. Because he tagged Manscaped. But, oh no. Oh, no, no. It doesn't stop there. Let me show you who else he tagged here. Let me get this set up. Uh, get over to my scene here. So this is the tweet. New phone, who this? Pickle dick. But let's let's take a gander at who all he tagged. He tagged Manscaped, <laughs> Steakums, Skittles, Taste the Rainbow, Bushes, Beans, Daniel Popper, Senator Scott Weiner, <laughs> Oscar Meyer. <laughs> Corn nuts. Oh my God. I love this so much. Justin Dickmeyer. <laughs> and Eric Stengel, Pickles first baseman. 
This is so great. He tagged Justin Dickmeyer and Scott Wiener and Daniel Popper. <laughs> Corn nuts. Folks, this is a zoom out. This is amazing. It's not done, though. I'm, we're not done. What's going on on Twitter? Twitter is a lawless place. Oh, oh, the I was like, I thought you meant Twitch for a second. I was like, oh, shit. Is somebody acting a fool on Twitch? <sighs> so this, so, so, okay. So we know that he tweets this stuff out, right? He's got his pickle peen and he's shooting out pickle, pickle. So the Portland Pickles account then has to do a new tweet. Hey, we have ended our mascot takeover. So apparently they let him take over the account. And what does he do? Pickle peen shot. It says it's come to our attention that this photo could be misinterpreted as a disturbing image. Dylan would like to go on record and say that he was just trying to give this fans a thumbs up. This is so great. I don't know who thought of all this. They are. I want to hire them to be the marketing director for Barry on deck. This is amazing. Are you kidding me? I'm just going to start having like, I don't know. Barry on dick. I just need to have like a. Hey, who wants to do a shot? Huh? Who's doing shots with me? Let's do some shots. I love it. I love it. I love it. It is absolutely outstanding. So yeah, he tagged. <laughs> the tags are the best. I don't know. I mean, the, the, the penis picture, the pickle penis pick is obviously pretty good. The response from the Portland Pickles, hey, we were just trying to give a thumbs up. That's a veiny thumb. Why does your thumb have a head on it? And veins. And uh, no, you're not muted. Alan said, are we muted? Why do you think you're muted? I don't understand that, Alan. Why would you, uh, why would you think you're muted? Because I'm not putting all your chats up. Am I muted? I see I see audio coming through. Uh, that would have been good. Does it have warts? What is this, Porky's? I don't know if it has warts. I've never seen this pickle. Can I take over BOD Twitter? Oh, hell no. I should do a takeover, though. That would be fun. You guys would be so inappropriate. You'd get me kicked off Twitter like uh, that. By the way, I got an Instagram... Uh, I got in trouble on Instagram for bullying. Everybody knows I'm not a bully, but I will talk shit to you uh, if it's warranted. And I get so sick every time I've been like really active this year so far, day 13 on social media. I mean, two, three posts a day on different platforms. I'm getting after it, trying to grow the show. And on Instagram, every time I post something, if I have like hashtag podcast or hashtag sports podcast or whatever, inevitably these dumbass spam bots Come to the comments like, hey, promote it on Warner Records. Hey, go fuck yourself. I don't want to do that. Stop spamming the comments, you loser. So what I said is, hey, you're a loser uh, for spamming people's comments, you dumb fuck, or something like that. And they get flagged as inappropriate, and they took down my Instagram account. Because I bullied a bot. I bullied a bot. And Instagram was like, we can't have that. So I appealed the decision. I don't know what's going to happen. I deleted it. 
I know. I'm even doing the stuff on LinkedIn, man. I'm trying. I'm I'm literally trying. I'm literally trying. Today after the show, I got to write the TV show, but I'm going to be trying to post like four or five clips. I'm not a bully. You shut your mouth. I get bullied on this show. Kyle came in and bullied me. Josh bullied me. The chat's bullying. Mikey C, thank you for the follow on Twitch, man. Much appreciated. I don't have the things up yet. I need to work on that. Uh, Barry bullying rich people. Oh, shut up, Tony. No, there's no bullying of the rich people. It was a bot. That's all it was. It was ridiculous. Uh, Okay. I think that's it. Got the pickle in. Got the NFL draft. Oh, this was one non-sports story. We'll cover this. I'm not going to do this in hour number three. We're going to do an open carry story in hour number three. Uh, This was a pretty hilarious story, though. Some people needed the popo. <clears throat> Some people needed the police. I gotta, I gotta go back. Uh, let me get back to my um, old show notes so I can find the 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 link. Barry on deck. Show prep. Was it was it yesterday that we were gonna do it? Episode three nine nine. Uh, yes. So, a transcript was released. Of these cops that basically, it says, according to Vice, two LAPD officers were fired after they declined to respond to a robbery that was reported in April of 2017. Why? Because a Snorlax appeared in their vicinity, in their vicinity after the call went out on the radio. If you don't know what a Snorlax is, they were out playing Pokemon. These sons of bitches, there's a robbery in progress, and these cops are like, all right, let's go. LA 15, Mary 3 and 4. By the way, if you ever watched Chips as a kid, you know that's all they said. They'd get on the microphone, they'd be like, LA 15, Mary 3 and 4. That was just what Ponch and John said on the radio. I don't know why I know that. But they were like, oh, it's a Snorlax. We got a... We got a... 316 in progress. I don't know. What's the call for a for a robbery? What's the call for a robbery? I don't know. Some of you, some of you hooligans, some of you thug ass deckheads probably know. Well, that's a that's a that's a John 316. That's a that's a 411. That's a 311. That's a 711. I don't know. Whatever it is. They're like, well, we got a 711 in progress. And they're like, oh shit, we better punch. There's a Snorlax close. What do you want to do? What do you mean what I want to do? Let me get the damn Snorlax. Let's go. So these dumbasses are out here catching Pokemon while there's robberies in progress. It says to make things worse, the documents show in-car recordings captured them spending the next 20 minutes discussing the best route to take while capturing other creatures. They're literally looking for a path while the robbery is going on. They were terminated for lying about the incident and while they sued to have the decision reversed on the grounds their privacy was invaded because their conversation was monitored, it appears the judge was not swayed by the argument. Yeah, sorry, Popo guy. I mean, ex-Popo guy. Oh, 211. Uh, how did I know truck driver? Some dude named Pookie knows the call for a robbery. Go figure. Pookie. Truck driver Pookie out here. Dudes named Pookie just know all of the the call signs for for criminals. 
for, I mean, not criminals, for crimes. Dude's named Pookie. You're like, that's a 211. That's a 187. That's a 311 in progress. That's a 415. That's the 405. That's an I-10. That's a 290. <laughs> Fidel said, TDP would know. I feel like t- uh, truck driver Pookie's had a couple 211s. He's been like, oh, I've 211s some shit. Yeah, for sure, fam. For sure. Gotta, gotta, gotta get this truck money somehow. They didn't even catch it. Is that true? They didn't even catch it. That's outstanding. I really thought, though, when I first saw this, this was like this year. I was going to be like, is anybody still doing Pokemon? I just, just real quick, chat, before we get out of here, it's almost time to go. But is anyone really still playing Pokemon? This was all the rage. I remember driving to the radio station one day, and I'm, I'm in a very nice neighborhood around the Galleria. Real nice. And they have like this big wide median that goes down this neighborhood. And it's got a jogging trail. And you can go from like, I guess, Sage to Richmond or whatever. I don't know the streets. Beautiful neighborhood. Old, humongous oak trees. Wonderful neighborhood. And there were old people and young. There must have been a Pokemon around there. Because there was the hundreds of people out there. I thought, what is this world coming to? What I don't understand is I've never tried to catch a Pokemon in my life. I don't know what it is. I don't know what you do. How does it work? Like, this was a screen that I just grabbed. I don't know. Is this catching Pokemons? Is that what this is? Is this a... I don't understand the concept of of Pokemon or catching Pokemon. How does it work? Can someone please give me a concise explanation? Was it Tanglewood? It might have been Tanglewood, Donna. Can someone give me a two to three sentence explanation of what Pokemon and catching a Pokemon is? Is it like getting the clap? It's like, oh, I got a Pokemon flare up. <laughs> I know they call them like gems and shit. Like, I'm just like, I have no idea what any of this means. No clue. Um, Shelby said I was a diehard Pokemon fan in the 90s. See, I never grew up on Pokemon. I have no idea. No, no sense of what it even is really about or why you would do it. Pokey what? I know when I saw like on Twitch, there's a streamer named Pokimane. I was like, oh, is she the, is she what everyone's been trying to catch? She's cute. Not the same. Then I realized it was just a play on words. CC said, uh, so my boy good. What does that mean? Oh. That was for Amos. I think they're having a conversation. Anyone ever drank a 211? Never. I don't know what that is. That was a, uh, is that a, oh, CC says it was a malt liquor. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Malt liquor in the white can. She said, no, not me. She knew exactly. Malt liquor, white can just below the, the Cole 45. It comes in as the, like the twist off cap, but on the back it says, please make sure that you recycle. Bottled in Milwaukee? No, I've never had that. <laughs> so, okay, so see no evil. Hey, what's up, see no evil, by the way? Welcome to the program. Make sure you follow on the Twitter. Oh, you did follow. Thank you, or she. Thank you, see no evil. Very much appreciate that. Uh, here's the explanation. You travel around on these pop-up in augmented reality. Oh, they pop up in augmented reality on screen. You use your fingers to throw a Pokeball, a capturing device, at the tr- and then train them to battle the other ones. 
So you got to get a Pokemon character to go out and battle the other characters to catch the other characters to recruit the other characters. This is just a gang. You guys are just out here in a little digital gang. Who's out here recruiting gang members, jumping them in a gym. I know a trap house when I see one. Well, I'm at the gym. You're at a pokey trap. That's all that is. That's a Pokemon trap house. Just teaching other Pokemon gang members how to go out and recruit. Blood in, blood out, bro. Sorry. Spill a little pokey blood. This is what it is. Sean said, Sean said 211, uh, 211 is a hangover in a can. Ooh, I'm glad I never had that. I like the logo, Sean. Well done. <laughs> I drank two as 211 as a pour. Okay. Okay. Steel Reserve? Is that what it? Oh, still, I've heard of Steel Reserve. I didn't know it was called Steel Reserve 211. I don't think I've ever drank Steel Reserve, though. Definitely never drank it. See, No Evil said it's just a game that was designed to get people outside, get walking. Oh, okay. Yeah. You sell some crack. Do some robberies. I get it. Hopefully socialize. Nobody playing Pokemon is social. Nobody. I feel like people that play Pokemon, and this is probably going to upset a lot of you. I really do. But I feel like people that play Pokemon, you could literally be standing next to an opposed, a, 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 an opposite a rival gang member, a rival Pokemon, if we're going to use other terms. A rival Pokemoner, a rival poker. Are we calling them, what are they, pokies, poker? I don't know what this is. I don't know how this works. But you literally could be standing next to somebody else playing Pokemon and instead of socializing, you be like, texting them. Hey, uh, did you catch it yet? They don't even say anything. They just go, boop. No, I didn't catch them yet. You want to go grab some food? Boop. Sure. High five. I feel like nobody socializes. Trainers? Yeah. I know gang leaders when I see one. You guys aren't fooling me. Pokemon is a gang. I get it. I get it. Uh, okay, let's get out of here. 358. I have to pee. Oh, so bad. Oh, so bad, so bad. Uh, I gotta say, hour number three is coming up. Don't forget, patreon.com forward slash Mario Deck if you want to sign up. You can catch hour number three each and every Thursday on three hour Thursday. It's a private show. I'm your private dancer. Dancing for money. All right, no, I don't get naked on the show. This is what I was, this is why I should have did it soon. But I want you to all know, I love you to death. I appreciate you. Thank you for 400 amazing episodes. Here's to the next 400. I'll see you in hour number three, or I'll see you tomorrow. Don't forget 11 a.m. Twitch only tomorrow. Twitch only tomorrow. 11 to what? Until then, do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. Most important, love each other.
a YouTube video.